You're listening to The Revenue Playbook. Join top sales reps and leaders as they share exactly what it takes to go from cold to close. Hello, welcome to the show. Thanks, Camille. So excited to be on this side of the interview seat. I'm usually in your spot, so great to great to be here. I know. We were just talking right before this about how like I feel like uh, there's just a, a big seat, like a, a big shoes to fill, I should say, uh, in terms of like talking to the master. Um, so I'll try my best uh, on, on this side. Um, so anyways, I wanted to chat because your role is like somewhat new to, to Dooley, right? Like the, the role of a account manager. And it's also, I think, like extra, it's always important, but it's uh, it's extra important right now uh, in a recession, right? But I think some people think, oh, like it's a recession, like we'll just turn off paid ads and we'll start doing SEO, right? We'll start doing like the long-term investment or like we'll just hire more account managers and we'll just like play into the expansion and like that's how we're going to grow this quarter when really like you have to be dedicated to that strategy before that. <laughs> like you have you have to have cared about your customers, it turns out, before like a recession hits Don't to be you. able to, <laughs> to make that an actual strategy. So I wanted to, to get into, um, first off, what what is an account manager so we can just level set for everyone? Yeah, absolutely. And just to give everybody a reference where uh, I'm about four, what, four or five months into my role here at Dooley and, and one of my, I am the first account manager here. So uh, what my role and responsibility is, is helping to build out that team. Um, where an account manager sits, we sit directly. I, I joke with everybody I talk to of I have two feet in customer success and I have two in sales, um, just being that it's so important to be really aligned with both of them, right? Um, what does an account manager do? An account manager job, and this is there's different variations of it, and I know we'll get into it later. Of should they be in CS or should they be sales? Um, there's a number of different things that account managers do. What my main goals and responsibilities are for Dooley is I am in charge of all of the renewal business, so making sure that we're retaining all of our customers, um, focusing on those cross sell and upsell opportunities. Given that hey, you know we're working with your AEs right now, and they're incredibly successful. We have a lot of customers as well who are using Dooley from an SDR perspective or even their customer success or whoever else we would be talking to. So renewals, upselling and cross-selling and just being that relationship manager um, over the course of the long haul, right? Um, I don't want to say by any means being an AE is, is more transactional, but being in an account manager role is really more focused on that long-term relationship, um, knowing that some of these upsells and cross-sells are going to take time to do. Um, but uh, I've always been a big advocate uh, and just as my personality is a relationship salesperson. Um, so that's a little bit more about what Dooley does from an account manager position. Um, there's a number of, of roles and responsibilities and, and things that I do on a daily basis um, that I'm sure we'll, we'll jump into as well. Yeah, that's a really nice overview. So to me, it sounds like almost like this crossover between AE and like CSM a little bit, right? Um, exactly. And like that, that long-term like it's exactly what it sounds like, relationship manager. Um, and I know right before this, you were in a um, growth AE type role, which you've said is pretty similar. Um, but tell me about your background, like both that role and then maybe roles prior. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll just give you the, the 10,000 foot overview. So I studied exercise science in college. Uh, I did my bachelor's and my master's. And then uh, I took the logical step like everybody does and go and moves into sales, right? Um, I vividly remember uh, sitting there in my uh, interview, it was for an account manager role. And I thought that I was going to be a manager. Like, I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, but my first job was actually the first three years of my sell, selling career. And the foundation of my selling was a full cycle account manager. So I was responsible for the business development, 
for myself. I was responsible for maintaining that long-term relationship, focusing on cross-selling, upselling, and maintaining renewals as well. It was for an IT reseller. So uh, a lot of what I had to do was uh, working very closely with our vendor partners and making sure of, hey, you're currently using this software. Let's maintain that, working really closely with that. Um, I learned a significant amount of experience across the entire sales. Like I mentioned, it's the foundation of, of my life uh, in, in selling, I should say. Um, and then a couple of years later, I three and a half years later, I went to Vidyard. I wanted to to expand my career and, um, and, and jump into the SaaS world because I heard it's fast growing and there's a lot of things to do. From a growth account executive position, it's very similar to what an account manager does. Um, one of the biggest things that we you focus on in an account manager role is growing existing business. Um, and I know we're going to tie it back to to happening, uh, why that's so important in retention and uh, our, especially during the unforeseeable recession like infrastructure that we have here. Um, but being a growth account executive, I was focused on maintaining relationships with our existing customers, as well as doing cross-selling and upselling into those different various areas at Vidyard. Uh, that specific role, I was not responsible for the renewal side of things. That's where it fell into CS. So it's just all different based upon uh, the organization and, and how it's structured essentially. But um, that's the commonality. All it, the, the primary thing is, hey, we have this existing customer. The biggest lessons from being an account manager that I have, and, and even as a growth AE, is that we need to know exactly what the use case was of our customer. Right. If we're going in from a net new AE perspective, we could find out what's your biggest pain and, and what is that. And we could focus on just that area to get you in the door. But really where the account manager comes into that next level is because they need to understand exactly what that common use case is for that customer. And we need to understand what the current state is versus what the potential future state is. And, and that's really important as well, because if we understand that, hey, a lot of our customers, even at Dooley right now, are in that 100, 150% year over year growth mark. So we have our customers that are moving very quickly in their growth. So we want to help facilitate that growth, right? So I need to understand exactly why did they buy? What are the two or three main objectives that they're buying for? And one of the great things about Dooley is that being an account manager and having everybody else take all of those notes specifically before me, I'm able to see exactly what's going on with that account. So we, I assimilate my job almost as like a doctor, right? We, we're going to go back and we're going to look at all of your previous, um, your health history or, or just what they bought previously. And we need to understand that very quickly. And what I want to do next is, hey, hey, Camille, I read through and I understand this about you, but I'd like to ask a couple further clarification questions so I could really understand and, and properly diagnose where you are. That is so important because then we can understand where they are right now and where that future state is. If they're only buying 10 users right now in their one segment, let's just say their mid-market account executives are using Dooley right now in the US, but they have a growing EMEA team that's growing like crazy and they, they just got their series F and they have all these other areas. I need to understand holistically what's going on at that business and how to navigate those relationships so that I could ultimately know where that upsell is and then go after, target that based upon where the goals are and what that company goals are as well. Yeah, I love that analogy of, uh, of being the doctor, right? Of just like looking at the past notes, like the patient history, right? You're just looking at the account history and um, piecing some things together and basically like 
creating that, uh, uh, the best like prescription or like diagnosis for these things. So, uh, I love that. So you also, uh, it's a good transition, I think, into this like next question about like, when, when does should a company start thinking about bringing on like an account manager type role? You mentioned like SaaS and it being a good fit. Um, so talk, talk about like what type of SaaS companies you think like can benefit from this and, and other companies like service companies. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's different variations of it. I think Dooley did it at a really great time. And where Dooley was prior to where I was, was, hey, we have an existing book of business and we have a a customer base, but there's a lot of areas where we know that there's more skin uh, or there's more meat on the bone, I should say, right? There's more to grow there. But AEs, the common goal for an AE is primarily net new business, right? So if we want to enable and continue to develop our growth as a company, then a, if AEs are focusing on business and customer success is focused on the training and adoption and the long-term relationship, there's a lot of customer success teams that do sell or even have those basics, those basic selling skills, but they don't have those same selling skills as somebody who was a previous AE or who was an existing account manager. So companies looking for an account manager are the, are the ones that have a book of business or have a, a high propensity of being able to grow or knowing that there's just something more there. We, we only, we're only selling into a, a small percentage or customers only know about 10% of our avail, of what our product actually does. That's being a teacher and being an educator is one of the other big areas of my job. Because what I notice even just from a Dooley perspective is that even our top customers and even other hyper growth companies like Dooley our, their product teams are just moving so quickly that even if a customer bought Dooley four months ago, there's functionality that they do not know about right now. So it's a big part of my job to help facilitate that and understand, hey, based upon your role, this is something that's very important. We just rolled out a gong integration. How would that help you, right? Being that educator and helping other people. So to get back to the, the point of the question is, I don't think it's ever too early to start being an account manager. I think it's important to have a book of business and know where you're going. Um, but one of the other biggest areas that an account manager helps with is that expansion of accounts and, and being able to take a step back and look at the whole playing field. You know, we're not working just specifically with that end user who's going to be, you know, the AE specifically. It's a big part of my job to, to go in and if we're not talking to their RevOps leader, showing them the importance of what they're their team is doing and how we could be more efficient in the RevOps job or, or sales enablement, right? Um, or even the sales leadership telling them, hey, your mid-market AEs are using Dooley right now, and this is what we're actually helping them with. So wanted to just make you aware of this. You may know, you may not know, but if there's any other ways that we could help your company, then, you know, would love to, to have a conversation and talk about that as well. Yeah, that's a great breakdown. So one, one thing that stood out about it is if you have a product that serves multiple personas, then an account manager is, is going to be like a, a really good hire um, at, at a certain point. Once you have a good like book of business, right? Or once you have something to expand, right? Like you have to land some deals uh, before you can expand them. But um, especially like, again, giving our use case, I think is good. And that it's the, the, the AEs, like I see a lot of the value and the, the, uh, the managers, the sales managers that we're talking to. But then there's also um, like CS teams that like benefit a lot because like we nail that handover process. And so oftentimes like you're either coming in as like a CS team or like as a sales team, but maybe like that other, those other, those teams aren't quite like talking as well as they could be to each other. And so you're like, so you like coming in as like the, the doctor for, for the account, right. Are able to kind of like see those connections and say, 
hey, like you could be getting, you could be a lot more efficient actually if both teams were using it and, and you could get like the, the the handover thing that we do really well. And so knowing that, like looking at, um, you know, your verticals and your personas and seeing like um, where else like the, the business could benefit. Um, so if you have um, more of a broad product like that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important too. And this is just diving in a little bit further to my process of how I can answer this is that to the point of, you know, a customer only may use us for one area, but we have, you know, our product is primarily used for account executives using the, the tool, right? Of course, there's other benefits. A lot of BDR teams are using us, a lot of customer success, but just the nature of the tool is is really focused towards account executives, but really being able to expand outward to that of, of knowing like, yeah, our tool is, you know, is something that there's five or six different main core use cases that we have and understanding specifically of what they're actually doing right now to where they could be different. Um, to your point, whether it's being working with different groups in that company or having different products, um, just being able to have an account manager and knowing this is actually what's going on here. We ha- I could look at this account and I could tell my boss exactly what's going on here, um, what their structure looks like and what their goals are specifically. Now that that's an ideal state that takes over time of building relationships with the, with the company. Um, but to the point of, you know, account managers are the ones who could come in and, and quickly diagnose where it is that we need to to upsell as well. Nice. Sorry about my like 5,000 pings that all went, went off at once. But um, yeah, no, that's like, that's a, an awesome breakdown. And it brings me to the point of, okay, now we're, we're in a recession, right? And people might understand like the value of some of these things or be, just be thinking about them. Whereas uh, maybe people aren't, salespeople especially like aren't thinking necessarily about retention beforehand. So um, I know, you know, it was, it was a focus like for our sales team, or it always has been a focus. Um, but what are some like different um, tactics like that, you know, the CS department and the sales department right now are thinking about um, and, and strategizing about now that we have like hit, hit this recession. Yeah. And I, I think it's really important. And I think that um, understanding, just being able to, to, to quickly facilitate to a customer of our understand that, you know, that there's a recession going on and being able to openly talk about that with customers. Um, I think over time, um, you know, as you know, you know, account manager work very closely with all departments. I think it's a, a, a one of the centralized hubs, especially duly, you know, at the stage we are now, we're able to talk to a bunch of groups, but um, it's really important to be able to, um, to know all of those, those different areas, uh, the, the different people that you're talking to, but what is Dooley doing right now for that perspective? You know, one of the biggest things to my point of talking to the other departments is being able to tell great stories based upon those conversations. So for example, you know, we're working with some customers right now where we understand, Hey, you're, you're growing at 150% year over year growth. And you went from 500 to a thousand employees. You guys are growing really quickly. Congratulations on that. But the question that I have for you is, what is the, how is the the upcoming ep- economic future affecting your growth trajectory? You know, being able to use that specifically of saying, hey, I noticed that you're growing this quickly and it looks like you're adding roughly this many employees at this time. How is that going to change? And then that quickly makes you understand of like, it could tell you the, the, the growth, of the help you qualify that customer specifically. You know, we talk to customers day in and day out where I have those conversations and they're like, hey, we are full steam ahead right now. We are a company that is built for a recession and we are going to be the ones that are, you know, we don't have any changes right now. 
And then we have other companies who were saying, hey, we actually had significant cuts in, in where, where our growth trajectory is. That's important for us from a negotiation standpoint, because one of the things that is my goal is to expand the, the, the ARR of a customer, right? Um, I don't like to try to expand. I tell people this all the time. I don't want to overexpand. And I tell customers this too. I don't want to expand too much and just sell you something to sell you because I'm responsible for a potential churn then later on if somebody's not adopting. So I want to make sure that we're selling you what you need or maybe just slightly more to grow into so that we don't, we, we're, we're sizing correctly. And having those questions about the economy quickly makes me understand of like, hey, you, you've been adding 20 sales reps per quarter. It looks like it's going to be about 15 now. What I'm able to actually do, we work with other customers when you're structuring their renewal and contract, you're able to help retro, uh, to fit in that growth for that customer. So I could say, hey, if you're planning on doing this, let's commit to 10 licenses and I'm able to prorate that for you. And I could get the whole deal less money, right? Or, or, or per license. So being able to ask those questions, being open and honest about what's going on and how that's going to affect the company is essential. And knowing that and having that acumen and that business acumen and understanding, talking to, to businesses more like a business and not just to sell them something makes people really appreciate that. And I think it gives you a lot of credibility. And then from there, it makes, it makes things, I think it, you know, a lot of people look at salespeople and they're like, oh man, they're just going to sell me something. Even when we're talking to selling to, to sales leaders, right? I know I hate getting cold calls. Um, But what it comes down to is if you're able to talk to talk and understand what's going on at the business level and talk strategically and how things are going to be affected, um, it gives you more credibility and then ultimately will, uh, will lead to customers liking you. And then when customers like from you, hopefully you could, you could um, talk to them about the value and trying to add licenses or whatever your goal is as well. Nice. Yeah, that was really helpful. I think one thing that stood out and is a theme throughout this episode is basically uh, forward thinking, like, right. Like thinking about like five steps ahead versus like one step ahead. Right. And like asking those questions to be like, where are you going? Where are you projecting? You know, like what is, what is your growth rate? Like so that you can plan for that. And so, so we can plan um, for the best possible sizing, like, as you said, for them. So two, like, maybe helpful visualizations that came to mind for that is my um, my husband's a big like hockey fan and like, obviously like the playoffs are going on right now. And, uh, and so like this idea of like passing the puck, like where the person is going to be versus where they're at now. And that's the same with like any sport, right. Basketball, soccer. Um, So like, same thing uh, with, with what you're doing, right. Is like, you're, you're having to like plan for the future. The second um, example I was thinking about for this is like, I have like a, a three-year-old. Right. And so I don't, don't, I don't buy them like, um, three T right. Like I'll, I'll try and buy like four T sometimes or like whatever the like three and a half of that exists. Right. Um, yep. but I try and like buy like, the, you know, closer to the next size up versus like where he's at right now. Um, because like he's growing at a fast rate. So you working with like fast growth businesses, same idea, right? Like you, if they're doubling, if they're like one and a half, like times, like every, every year, like, um, you need something that they're not going to grow out of in like a month or two. Like that's unhelpful um, to onboard something like that. So, um, so really being thinking about that. So any comments on that? Yeah. The, the one thought that I have into, obviously I, I have a two and a half year old son, so I completely resonate with that. Um, but the other area that I think about is like being an account manager is a very strategic position. It's very a long-term role and it's almost, and I don't play chess, but I've considered trying to do it, but like even some extra activities outside of work, like, you know, just started, uh, started a garden. And I understand that that's a very, very long-term play. And I need to, 
you know, provide it with all the nutrients that it needs moving forward and, and helping to, it, I, I see a lot of parallels between gardening and account management, probably just because I love sales and a lot of the, th- the thoughts in my brain go to go towards how is the sales related. Um, but just back to the chess example, like you need to know what happens. And if this happens and this happens, what's going to happen next, really to your point of thinking four to five steps ahead and then being able to quick to articulate that to customers of saying, okay, it, it helps with the storytelling in sales as well. So, okay, so this is the situation now. What what ha- Tell me what would happen if this happens or tell me what happens next after that, right? Being able to tell that story of four to five steps down the road, getting to, it, it just helps you with that sale. And I think it, it helps, um, again, I keep coming back to the credibility, but as a seller, I think it's so important that, that people appreciate who you are and where you are. And I think that um, when you're able to step into, I am here and I, uh, I, my success is predicated on my ability to help you succeed. And I want to make sure that I'm helping your business of being like a, a strategist or um, a, a consultant, really. Um, that's how I, the, the role that the approach that I have taken in my business so far and what I continue to do with everything I do at Dooley. Um, and I've had great success so far, um, had plenty of failures too, but um obviously focusing on a lot of those successes. I'm going to continue to, to focus on that as well. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Just w- one last question that I'll, that I'll get out of you on here is um, just top skills like that a sales manager should look for. In a, top a, skills that a sales manager for hiring for an account, account manager. manager. Yes. For yes. an account manager. I think you need, there's a number of things that, that make a really great uh, account manager. I think some of the, the biggest skills is, is being able to collaborate with other groups to the point of, hey, I'm talking to a lot of customers and what I'm able to do is I'm able to gather a lot of customer feedback of what's going on with them. So over time, if I, you know, I have a great relationship with our product team, I could say, hey, I'm hearing some trends of a lot of customers doing A, B, and C. This is how it could affect revenue. Um, obviously, working with you in the marketing department, um, obviously with the, the, the podcast background and, and loving that side of things, um, that helps too. But even just the nature of being in, in, in account management, I am working very closely with customer success because they're the ones who has the existing relationship with the customer. And they're the ones who are going to be training that customer. Obviously I have some of that, but my, more of my focus is on the selling portion of it as well. So really being able to have that, that skill of collaboration is probably one of the, the, the biggest ones. And I think process is, is another one as well. And, and being able to take a step back and really map things out. Um, that way, you know, you could do it haphazardly and not map things out, but the only way to be able to really understand and try to get the maximum value to your customers, which ultimately maximizes your pocket share, your ARR or whatever your goals are, um, really having a consistent process around um, mapping those accounts out, knowing who you're talking to, knowing who you need to talk to next, um, and that dictates everything. So collaboration and process um, are probably the two biggest skills that I would recommend sales managers are looking for when hiring an account manager. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, that's a perfect way to wrap this up. Um, so thank you for, uh, making, making time in your busy day, uh, for, for me and, uh, uh, yeah, just keeping us on track in general here, here at Dooley. Absolutely. And I want to give a big shout out to Dooley's marketing department because I talk to everybody and I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to a, a Dooley marketer. Um, I truly believe that when you have an incredible brand and your marketing team helps, you don't have, customers are already aware of who you are. A lot of companies who don't have that brand have to knock, to, to knock those doors down from the awareness perspective as well. 
So to have a really great marketing department and have that air cover is crucial. Um, so for myself and all of the other sellers at Dooley, want to want to thank you because um, it helps our job so much and uh, and keep bringing on those 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 qualified leads because damn it, marketing can never do enough. <laughs> No, I, I obviously I love that as, as the wrap up and it all comes back to like the revenue team, right? Like uh, talking to someone the other day, there's like, there's some talking about, yeah, it, you don't silo it. You don't think like marketing sales, um, CS, like it's like the revenue team. And so like when you have that mindset um, and you have the person that can, uh, the, the people that can uh, be like the glue between them, right? So like, I think this whole episode is like about that glue between, between all those departments, which is you, uh, things start to click. Yeah. And I, I think just one more point on that. I think that we see a lot of, uh, I, I like to study sales as well. And obviously we see a lot more of like the personal branding and stuff coming into it. But I think one of the other bigger uh, areas that is really interesting to me um, is that GTM manager, that go-to-market person who fully encompasses, I fully understand the customer journey from that marketing perspective, all the way through the customer success um, and I think that that's, you know, just trying to, to project forward in my career where I could be, I would love to, you know, I'm sure that that's probably, you know, where I could see myself going, understanding where marketing is and where sales is. I think it's really important to have that GTM focus because it's not just about marketing. It's not just about sales. It's really important to know how that whole customer journey goes so that you could understand it's like a, a well-oiled machine. What needs to be serviced or what, where could we help to, to be more efficient? right? If you have a, an understanding of the entire business, um, I think this is important in any position. I think you should understand your business through and through. Um, but that's probably a whole nother podcast as well. Yeah. Yeah. And giving me lots of good ideas for the next ones, but, um, yeah, th- thanks for coming on. I do think that account management is like that glue and is probably like a, a really great step for people that are wanting to, to be account managers, uh, to want to be go-to-market leaders, uh, in any capacity. So thank you again, Tyler. And we'll, we'll chat right after this on Slack. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Camille. Thanks for listening to the Revenue Playbook. For more sales playbooks, head over to dooley.ai.